Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Uh, So we are on episode three. Um, I am actually a little bit pleasantly surprised that we've gotten to episode three. Uh, I, I don't think I've mentioned it already, but I have ADHD, and sometimes one, that is why sometimes there are long pauses, because that's just part of it. Um, But two, uh, sometimes I start things and lose interest. So we're going to try not to do that. Uh, So far, as of right now, I don't have any sort of um, platform for us to be able to communicate. But I would really enjoy uh, being able to communicate with you. Um, I'd like to have some feedback and, you know, ideas, topics, questions, things like that, um, and constructive criticisms, but please be nice. I'm a gentle person. Um, don't rip me to shreds, uh, but, you know, be honest. So we'll see about that maybe before the next episode. Um, also, I am planning to to have an episode once a week. Uh, I want to keep the episodes to around 30 minutes. Um, You know, that may need to to grow a little bit over time or depending on the subject, but we'll just see about that. But I do want to have one a week. Uh, So with that being said, I guess um, that was all the uh, sort of housekeeping that I wanted to get out of the way. Probably should write things down. Um, yeah, I'm laughing at myself. I write a lot of things down. I just don't always follow my lists. Anyway, so I thought today's episode, oh no, there was something else I wanted to say. So I, you know, I don't want this podcast to just be like a beginner's guide to witchcraft. You know, um, I want You know, if you're new to witchcraft, I'm hoping that you can come and learn a lot. If you're an old pro at witchcraft, I'm hoping that you can maybe get some different perspectives on things or learn about something that you don't know about or just feel like you're part of a community. You know, um, we're so spread out, especially now during the pandemic and everything. Uh, It's not always easy to be really a part of a community, especially if you don't have a coven. So I'm hoping that maybe um, you can feel like you, we're, you know, sisters or brothers and sister, you know, whatever, you know what I mean, family. So uh, today's episode, I thought we might start with some of the first questions that witches have because even though this isn't going to be a beginner's guide to witchcraft we um we do need to kind of start at the beginning right so uh two big questions witches usually have when they are new to the craft um that is uh where do i start and how do i cast a spell um the first one is you know i feel like i have a a concise enough answer for where to start. How do I cast a spell? That is going to take a little bit more. So um, we'll start with where do I start? Have I said start enough times? It no longer sounds like a word to me. Uh, So 
for me, I would recommend that uh, you start with figuring out whether you prefer to focus more on um, theurgical magic or thaumaturgical magic. And if you remember from the first episode, theurgical is going to be dealing more with um, work within yourself. Uh, and really, based on the definition of the word, more dealing with um, deities and things like that, um, more of a religion. Uh, theurgical will have um, a lot of stuff like um, working to become a better person, working to heal from trauma. This is sort of the shadow work end of things, and we'll go into shadow work a good bit. Um, but, you know, you'll hear that phrase a lot, shadow work, and a term, you'll hear that term a lot, and that is um, kind of what it is. It's working to become a better person and working to heal from trauma, and those are theurgical type of things. Now, the other one was thaumaturgical, so that is working on magic that is, um, affects things outside of yourself. So, um, you know, what you may typically think of as a spell. In reality, a spell can also be things that are just working on yourself, like a cord cutting or um, a, um, a, a magical bath to wash away negativity. Both of those are also spells. Um, but yeah, do you like theurgy or thaumaturgy? The other thing I would say is, do you want to focus more on energy, energy work, or like um, scholarly work? So uh, do you want to learn how to access, refine, and control your powers? Or do you want to learn more about um, the history of magic and witchcraft? Those are two different things. Um, but what I will say about uh, both of these, theurgy and thaumaturgy and energy or history or scholarly, do you, um, you may want to like uh, sort of focus on one, but you need to learn about all of them, um, both aspects of both of these. Uh, those are, you know, good places to start. Um, read everything you can about them. At some point, I may come up with a book of, I'm in a list of recommendations, but I don't, I don't have any right now. Um, there's lots of books out there. There's even more um, blog posts and, and podcasts and videos and, you know, everything else under the sun on the internet. And, you know, I think that the best approach you can take is to just read it all, you know, you're going to read stuff that you find to be completely ridiculous. That is just, you know, sounds like utter woo-woo bullshit nonsense. And that's okay. Uh, that doesn't make it not valid. It's valid for someone because they took the time to write it like that. Um, the, uh, the other thing is you will also find... Um, lots of things that do resonate with you, lots of things that just like make sense or explain something that you've always done. Um, 
and you didn't know it was witchcraft, you know, like if you blow um, a dandelion puff, you know, and you make a wish, well, I mean, that's kind of witchcraft, you know, so, but you may learn a lot of things that um, really feel like the right thing to you. And when you find that, you should focus on that. At some point, you should take the time to expand your boundaries. You know, you should take the time to push yourself. But first, find what your boundaries are. You know, like, where do you fit in all of this? And I don't mean, are you a green witch? Are you a kitchen witch? Are you a hedge witch? None of that matters. Um, if you ever read the description um, on some part of the podcast, I don't even remember what part it is. It says something about, you know, I'm a, um, an, a, a solitary, gray, eclectic witch, crone mother, crone slash mother, who is an atheist in a Wiccan coven, but not exactly Wiccan. And I did that specifically on purpose because there's really, people just don't, we don't fit in one box. You know, I'm not going to try to shove myself all into one box because I want to be in all the boxes. Maybe you don't feel that way. Maybe you like to have a set of these are the boxes that you go in, but um, I don't know. I just, it doesn't work for me. Really what I'm saying here is find what works for you. You know, if you want to call yourself a specific kind of witch, then do it. If that's what works for you, do it. Um, If you like crystals and that works for you then do it learn everything you can about them and then once you feel like wow I really understand how crystals work in witchcraft then find the next thing you know find the next thing that resonates with you and eventually learn more about the things that don't resonate with you um there's no right way to to be a witch you know there's no wrong way to be a witch There's just your way to be a witch. To me, being a witch is the most natural thing in the world, as long as you are being true to yourself. When things start to feel uh, weird, and I don't mean weird as in I feel ridiculous doing this. I mean weird as in some of the stuff makes me feel kind of uncomfortable, you know, then it may be time to reconsider what you're doing and to find the things that do make you feel comfortable because witchcraft is natural. Um, so the next question was, how do, I, how do I do a spell? And that's a very, very long um, answer. In fact, it's such a long answer that we're gonna need several episodes to go through it. Um, And this is really where I'm talking about, we have to begin at the beginning because in order to do a spell, you need to know a whole lot of other stuff. Um, So we will go over several things um, over the next couple of months. And hopefully by the end of that, you have a very good understanding of what you need to do. Um, I would recommend if you're new to witchcraft, limit your spell work right now to 
theatrical type of magic. So um, you might limit yourself to a magical bath where you are um, focusing on ridding yourself of negativity and letting that flow down the drain. Or maybe when you are filling the tub, maybe you are focusing on bringing positivity into your life. Or maybe maybe you could focus on um, bringing more magical, you know, um, insight into your life or more magical, being open to more magical things. When I first became a witch, there was so much of it that made sense, but so much of it that, you know, I've been an atheist for a very long time, a very long time. I have a very traumatic Christian childhood. So <clears throat> atheism was a big part of my life, kind of a part of my identity, you know? So to accept all of this magical stuff out there with uh, faith, that it was real was difficult for me. Um, faith isn't my strong suit. So, uh, but I, I took a bath and I mean, I'm not recommending that you do this because now that I know better, I, I realize that it could have been a little less good, but you know, I stood up in the in the tub I was so desperate and I stood up in the tub and I, I just you know I, I thought that I'm gonna open myself up to any sort of magical energy out there and I'm inviting the magical energy into myself and I have to say I mean like I started to tingle all over and um I felt something like I felt magic and it was the first time that I really felt anything that was that was magical like that you know m more than just feeling the energy around me I've always been able to do that but you know I actually felt magic happen and it was kind of amazing and I had I was standing there you know naked dripping water in the bathtub and I had my eyes closed and just a couple of seconds after I felt um after I began to tingle all over and I felt this magical energy come into me, then I felt something not uh, good. And I had to snap my eyes open. Like it was a little bit scary. Like I didn't know what I might see when I opened my eyes. Um, that could have a lot to do with my own personal um, fears and things though. You know, I'm not saying that there's necessarily negative energy out there that was trying to enter me, but I will say if you were going to do something similar, you should be very specific about what you're inviting into yourself. Just give it some thought. And I did not give it any thought. I was too new. And uh, I think I did big magic and it could have been bad. But anyway, you know, that, that may be a really good place for you to start. Just be careful with what you're doing. Um, so all of that said, what I actually meant to say is over the next several episodes, we will talk about how to get started for um, casting a spell. Um, I want to talk about energy and the magical mindset. I want to talk about uh, tools. The most important tool you can ever have, by the way, is yourself. You are magical and you are a tool. We'll go over that more. 
we'll need several episodes to go through the elements. I'm kind of thinking one episode per element, um, earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. Um, then we'll go over casting a circle because in order to cast a circle, you need um, the element, well, you don't need the elements and tools, but uh, the way I do it, I use the elements and tools. So that's how we'll talk about it. Um, we will go over uh, consecrating your tools. Um, and then we will go over some magical ingredients like herbs and crystals and things like that. Um, and then uh, intentions and wording, um, like what I was saying about with uh, when I invited whatever into myself, your wording can be important and your intentions can be important. My intentions were not to limit it to good or bad. It hadn't occurred to me, you know? So we'll talk about that a lot. And then finally, we will get to casting a spell. Um, so between now and then, if you want to cast spells, do it. You're a witch, you're, you're your own witch. You're not a baby witch. You, I mean, I hope there are no babies listening to this. Um, well, actually, I don't mind if there are, but I hope that <laughs> they're not casting spells. Um, you are a powerful human being in your own right, regardless of how much you know. The limitation here is that you may not know how much you know and how much you don't know. You may not know how powerful you are or where you may need to grow. So between now and the episode we get to about casting a spell, um, I would recommend that if you're new to this, that you only do spells that are going to be something like banishing negativity. Um, or uh, inviting in positivity, you know. So, yeah, um, we've got about 12 minutes left. I don't know if that's really enough to, to start talking about energy and the ma magical mindset. So we'll just kind of talk about the basics of energy first. Um, what is energy to you? you know, do you feel a magical energy yet? If you don't, think of a time when, when, think about what made you decide, hey, you know, I think I'm a witch, you know, if that doesn't give you an answer about energy. Um, Think about how in physics, energy is, is real and measurable, um, you know, regardless of what kind it is. It's real, it's measurable. Magical energy is a little bit different. It's something that you feel. Uh, it can be a matter of Everything is made of atoms. Everything from here to the farthest end of the universe is made of atoms. Atoms move and vibrate and the way they interact with each other determines um, how they are on a bigger scale. So water, when uh, 
the molecules are, you know, kind of loosely together, um, just, you know, moderately moving around, that's water. Uh, when it is a gas, they're all far apart and moving very quickly. And when it's a solid, they're all packed very close together and um, not moving much at all, or they are, but not a whole lot. Uh, those are molecules, not atoms. Atoms interact with each other. They have energy, they have measurable things, but uh, I feel like I fell off on a tangent there. <laughs> Let me back up. Find some way that you can connect to feeling the things outside of yourself. Actually, I have a couple of exercises that we will talk about at the very end of the episode. So um, the basics of energy. God, this is just so hard to explain. And I can't even tell you how many times I've started this podcast. I meant this episode, started this episode, deleted it and started over because I can't figure out how to explain this. I think I have it and I start talking and it all just falls apart. And I think it's because it's just so difficult to put it into words. Magical energy is just something that you feel and you're going to feel it differently than anyone else feels it. You know, I mean, there may be similarities, but the way you interact with your, with the whole universe is very specific to you. You know, I mean, we are kind of the center of our own universe, right? And that applies not only to, you know, the way we view things, but the way we feel things. So I can't give you a definition for what energy is because what it is for me is going to be something different than what it is for you. But what I can tell you is when you're working with witchcraft, you need to find a way to connect to the energy within yourself. And you need to find a way to connect with the energy outside of yourself. And then once you, uh, once you do that, then you need to learn how to ground and center properly. You know, a lot of people uh, cons consider grounding and centering um, taking a moment to calm yourself. And it is that, but it's a whole lot more than that. Um, it is drawing energy from the earth or, you know, locally, uh, on, a, on a universal scale locally. Um, it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, mean from the physical earth. So it means, uh, Constant, well, first, focusing on the energy within yourself to begin with, okay? Drawing energy from uh, around you and then going all the way to the farthest end of the universe and drawing energy from there and every point between here and there and pulling all of that into yourself and combining it into one thing. Um, and then using that energy in... Uh, whatever else you're going to do. If you're going to do a, a magical working, you ground and center, and then you focus that energy into the magic that you're going to do. If you're 
grounding and centering as just part of a daily practice, then you're going to use that energy to sort of expand it from yourself and um, connect with your community. I don't necessarily mean the town you live in. I mean your um, emotional community. It could be your family, your friends, whatever. And I think we'll have an episode where um, we do sort of a guided grounding and centering exercise. So speaking of exercises, we have about five minutes left. So let me go ahead and talk about the exercises that we can do for this week. Um, we want to connect to the energy within ourselves. Now, for me, I see things sort of in colors, lights, colored lights, um, colored mist, something like that. So for me, I will, first I'll take several deep, slow breaths. You know, I mean, like I'm going to start almost with a very light meditation, go into a very light trance state. And then uh, focus on the magical energy within myself. And usually, I will have an image of being filled with a particular color of light. Um, the light has a texture, um, but it's not exactly a mist. For me, you may be different. And then what I do is um, whatever color that light is, you know, I imagine it filling my, my entire body. And then I want to pull it all in. So I'll start with like my feet, and my hands, and I'll draw the energy into my um, torso. And as it draws into my torso, then I'm going to compress it into a smaller ball of energy. And at this point, the, the light become, it's become, um, refined so it's it's much brighter it's much um the color is much more intense now that i have created this focused and refined energy within myself i may move it up through my um rib cage you know up into my throat, up through my head. And, and maybe I'm going to fill my head with this magical energy that I've conjured. Um, what I like to do, especially when I was starting out, what I would do is, um, I heard about uh, Psy Balls, that's P-S-I. Um, so once you've concentrated that energy down into a ball, excuse me, once you've concentrated that energy down into a ball, whatever your dominant hand is, and I don't mean dominant writing, I mean whatever your natural hand is, then, and that can change by the day, by the way. So once you've concentrated it into a ball, move that ball down to your dominant hand, and then um, hold your two hands together, palm to palm, relaxed, you know, fingers slightly curved inwards, and push that ball of energy out of the palm of one hand, and hold it in space between both hands. Focus on that energy, and then um, as you focus on it, 
notice that you begin to feel the shape of the ball physically with your hands. Um, you can push your hands into a certain point and it feels like there's resistance. You may have your hands under the ball and feel weight. It's so strange because as I'm talking about this, I can actually feel it. Um, I didn't expect that. I wasn't planning to actually make a side ball, but I did and that was kind of uh, cool. So now once you have formed the, the, the side ball, you might send that out into um, your environment, your people. You might send it out into the universe to do good things, you know, a good burst of energy for something out there. You might press that ball back into your chest. That's actually what I like to do. Um, I'm tired a lot, probably because I'm uh, completely overwhelmed with life, but that's a whole different podcast. Um, I like to take that ball and then sort of press it into where my heart is. Just giving myself back this energy, you know, it's actually like, sometimes it's almost like taking a shot of espresso. It's invigorating and I need that. Um, so, uh, that's connecting to the energy within yourself. Now, the next thing that I want you to do, once you feel like you have done that, and you may not do it the first time, and that's okay. Keep trying. Magic is a muscle. You know, it gets stronger the more you do it. Um, the next thing I want you to do is find some significant object around you. It needs to have some level of significance for you. You can try it with something like a random ink pen, but I just don't know how much you're going to feel from that. So some significant item around you. Um, it would probably be good if it's something that has some positive uh, feelings for you, you know, something good, something nice. And hold it in your hands. Do the whole thing again where you're filling yourself with light and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, but don't make the ball yet. Once you have filled yourself with light, then I want you to hold that object and see what kind of energy you can feel from it. It may not be like a physical kind of energy. It may be an emotional kind of energy. You know, um, in a lot of ways, energy is our thoughts about a thing. If I have, you know, my youngest son's baby blanket, he loved it. He carried it for like seven years. I'm not even joking. Um, uh, well, see, I laughed. It has good energy for me. You know what I mean? It has sweet and loving and warm energy and funny and all of these good things. Um, if I was to, you know, look at something of my mom's, it's going to have a lot of really bad energy for me. So energy is not just about the physical things energy. 
It's about how you feel about it. And, you know, maybe something of my mom's would make you feel good energy. You know, it's about your experiences with that item. So, but it's more than just, um, oh, this item makes me feel happy or this item makes me feel sad. There is energy and you have to learn how to access it. And that is going to be a very big part of casting a spell later. When you think about your tools, um, oh, the whole casting a circle, you need the energy. You know, that's literally what it is. Um, all, of, all of the stuff, the ingredients. It's about energy and how, and the energy is how, the energy is related to how you feel about it. So uh, do these things, make, make uh, the cyball and then uh, connect to the energy of a significant item above you. I mean, a significant item near you. I was actually did write something down and I was reading it, shocking. Um, and then if you want, <clears throat> once you have uh, felt the energy of that other item, you can, um, you can uh, draw it into yourself. See if it has a different color, texture, taste, smell, however you visualize things. Not everyone visualizes with images, by the way. However you... Um, yeah, however you visualize things with or without images. See if you can draw that into yourself and then see if it changes the way you visualized the energy within yourself. So for me, if I was filling myself with, with my light, you know, maybe my light is today like a, you know, a, a purple, a pretty purple. And maybe I am looking at my son's blanket and holding my son's blanket. And it feels to me like a nice you know, soft, pleasant green. So in the real world, green and purple make uh, brown, I think. No, purple and orange make brown. It doesn't matter what color they make. That's not the point. In the magical world, these two colors would swirl and combine and they may become a whole different color. It may turn me magenta. I don't know because it's not a science, it's an art. So there, there we have it. Uh, I'll let you guys know about um, a platform for us to communicate. I want you to work on this energy stuff that we talked about. And when you do that, I would like for you to remember that you are amazing and you're powerful. And don't ever let anyone take that power from you. And if someone has taken it from you, you are powerful enough to take it back. So, uh, yeah, season one, episode three in the books, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.